Welcome to Hello Uglies, the Dragula recap show for Season 2, Episode 6, titled Gothic Brides. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one disgusting co-host. From the Bloody Mary podcast with Maria and Lori, please say, Hello, Uglies, to Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori Roggenkamp. Shut up! Uh, Lori Roggenkamp, you know, I don't know we know why I'm surprised that you were late. Everyone should know, like, Lori's getting... Well, okay, I have a lot of stories to tell. I spoke to er- Lori earlier in the week, and I said, yes. let's schedule you for this week, okay? And we scheduled, we scheduled today, and we yes. scheduled tomorrow to record our new podcast, Fat Camp, right? Yes. At a, a designated time. Then I get a frantic phone call from Lori the very next day, and she's like, hold on. We're not doing uh, tomorrow, right? And I go, no, 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 no. We're doing Thursday and Friday. Oh, because I had this dentist appointment. And I was like, okay, great. Then I get, I, I went to sleep early yesterday. And I wake up and there's a text message from Lori. And it reads, when are we recording again? So then I have to answer. Uh, yet Every day I've had to answer what time we're recording. <laughs> and then she's late. Well, Okay. I will say that part of being late wasn't my fault because I had, so I work as a special ed aide at a high school mm-hmm. and I had to, I specifically asked to, to leave early so I could go, uh, so I could make sure that I was home on time. You didn't tell them why off- you wanted to leave early though. Do you like, oh, why do you want to leave early? Oh, I have to do a podcast about a YouTube show about drag queens. I said I had a doctor's appointment. <laughs> Uh, um, but I, I, so I asked to leave early, but then mm-hmm. it, um, we had an, an incident. So one of, uh, one of our aides, one of the, we lost an aide essentially. We had not like lost like, oh, RIP, but they just had to go to a different teacher. So I had to be the one to bring students to the bus and wait for, make sure that they got on the bus. Um, so I knew that I was going to be late. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was trying to make cut it as close as possible because I didn't want to like have a start as you know later. But then I was driving home and I was furiously eating because I was eating? starving and I eating? got food all over my shirt what and I have eating? to wear the shirt later. So I had to like. So that's why I said ten minutes away. I meant that I I was home, but I had to do laundry. But what were you I eating? Was, a burrito. What kind of burrito? Uh, El Pollo Loco. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So I got sauce all over my shirt, and I have to wear that shirt tonight. So to what? <laughs> Another podcast. <laughs> but why do you have to wear that particular shirt? Uh, it's just the only shirt that I have that I feel like I look good <laughs> in. <laughs> so are you it's washing the shirt, shirt I wear right outside? Is, 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 are you washing right now? Are you washing it? Yeah, I wash. I'm washing my pants and my uh, shirt. The mm-hmm. one pair of pants I like and the one shirt that I like. And what's this other? What's this rival podcast you're doing tonight? The Bloody Mary podcast. Oh, yeah, and- we're back in business. Wait, so that, that means we are still doing sh- episodes for free, and we're not in business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the other thing too. So this episode will come out when August. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, I recorded an episode with Lori in about June or July, and it didn't come out until, like, late October. Yeah. <clears throat> um, actually, we've been doing pretty okay. 
we're uh we're trying to do we're doing a push to do um every every we release an episode every week so we released an episode we we took a week off because of the holidays but we released mm-hmm. a live episode and then we just were releasing an episode uh this week and so i think if i don't know if my episode is gonna be the one that's this this monday but mm-hmm. it's gonna be i'm i'm doing white women who call the police on black people <laughs> so wait that's a that's for the bloody mary podcast yeah because it's terrible women so oh i thought it was for particularly murderous women no, we're trying to keep it like we're trying to do like terrible women in history and folklore and just like overall terrible because it's like we're, we want to like do like oh, we there's a lot of women who have murdered, but it, it might get we feel, it's like a little boring to just research murder all the time. Mm. So I like, you know, to that's right, because, you know, the episode I did where she wasn't a murderer was Sonia the Golden Hand. <laughs> she was a jewel thief. Yeah, she was a, the thing that I love the most is that she was a jewel thief who like didn't she? We found out she spent like a re- exorbitant amount of money to like or like en- time and energy to steal like six hundred dollars. Oh, so yeah, we were yeah. like that. That's she's a borderline because she they this website called her a borderline Jew. Oh, and we yeah. were like, oh yeah, that's that makes sense. I want the record <laughs> for the show that you said that. And then also what I liked too was there was a part where you were like she was super famous. So wherever she would go to rob jewel stores, the crowds would gather outside. And I was like, yeah. this wasn't tipping off the, the, the jeweler? Yeah. But didn't that also happen to, uh, um, oh, what's that, that cowboy's name? Is it Billy the Kid? Or one of the guys who was like a bit, he was like a really a well-known thief. Mm-hmm. He would, when he would rob, he was a bank robber. When he would rob banks, like people would come and show up and be like, Oh, there's Billy, the kid robbing another bank. And it's like, he'd be like, ah, damn it. <laughs> so this week, the Boulay brothers make their own eighties workout video. Bitch pudding makes a terrible joke about tea. And James has his logo covered up with tape. For this week's challenge, the girls have to glam themselves up for a gothic bride challenge. In the boudoir, I have no idea what the fuck they were fighting about, and then two people judged them as they worked the floor show. Abhora looked fierce, but her sign was upside down, and then she fell off the stage. In the end, the most difficult decision in the history of the show, Abhora is named both the winner of the challenge and yet a candidate for extermination. James, Zastarina, and Abhora are forced to place their feet in buckets of ice. Again, no one gives up, and in the end, they just step out out of the buckets. Later that night, Disasterina is taking a fully clothed shower when the Boulet brothers walk in and recreate a shot-for-shot remake of the shower scene in Psycho, killing Disasterina and leaving four queens in the challenge. Lori Roggenkamp named two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Uh, I, I liked Bitch Pudding's outfit. In the, I thought I, I was like, oh, that that's really cute. I, I liked just how minimalistic it was. Mm-hmm. I felt like everybody else tried to go super crazy. Yeah. And I thought she showed that you can just do like, it doesn't have to be crazy. It can be simple, but you know, specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that's what she did. Um, I like that Bible girl came back, mm-hmm. but I, and I felt like they gave her a little bit more stuff to work with, but I still feel like overall the judges, the judge, the people, when they ask people to be judges, it's not really judges. It's just co- agreeing with what you're, they're already saying. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the one thing I didn't like was that <laughs> that James Majesty made me like Abhora. Like <laughs> James Majesty was such a fucking cunt. Yeah. That I was like, oh now I now I like Abhora. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was the one thing I didn't like. Well that whole we'll get to that scene, but that whole scene made no sense. And in a weird kind of way, I don't blame James Majesty. I'll tell you why when we get to that scene. We're almost there. Okay. okay. Here's the two things that I liked. One, I liked James Majesty as a girl. And what I mean is I loved her outfit for the floor show when she was in like, which I think is actually kind of an, it's always impressive when you do the Dilos Muertos makeup. But she did a good job with it, and um, I thought it was too cluttered. I, I mean, really, I, I we it. can get to we'll it, get but yeah, that, yeah. But I like that look. And then I'm going to tell you something. This is something you won't be able to relate to, especially in that arrival scene when she's wearing that little crop top and those little shorts. Oh my goodness! I so the other thing I liked was James Majesty as a boy. Oh, she was so fucking sexy standing there when they were fake waiting for the other girls to arrive uh, in the theater. Oh, I was so into that. And then the one thing I didn't like, um, I have it written down here. The one thing I didn't like, you know what? It has to do with that boudoir scene. Everything seems so forced, either by the producers or the girls were trying to make drama and they couldn't think of what it was, that a lot of the things they were saying made no sense. Like, if you actually listened to what they were saying, they were, like, angry, but you don't know why. Like, Yeah. Like, well, it's all just Jane's Majesty. I think I don't think anybody else was truly. I mean, a bitch is like was hilarious because I felt like she was just like, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. She's just like, let's just, you know. And mm-hmm. then, <laughs> then Desasterita was just like confusing as usual. Yeah, you know, <laughs> she was just like, this is my business, and I want to have a business, and I want to be in this, and it's just like, what? I don't. I never so. know what does that, and I can't tell if that's part of the character or if that's part of, uh, uh, like, that's just she's disasterina is just really weird. But then you can also make the argument that the very fact that she came up with this character is that disasterina. I don't think if you meet disasterina as a boy that she's a totally normal person. I bet you that person's a weirdo too. Oh yeah, one hundred. Well, it's yeah. We I mean we found out last time that she'll she's a. Uh, uh, an, he's an artist, yeah. so you know. I, know. I just I don't know. Well, let's talk about this cold open. The Boulet brothers, dressed in matching '80s aerobic gear, work out to Drac Morna. Why Drac? Why did they have Drac Morna do the voiceover? But Drac Morna, because you're not going to hide her voice, because she's like. Wait, anyway, let me read this first. Work, work out to Drac Morna's ghoulish voiceover. Then randomly, they stop working out to the voiceover and then work out while gossiping about the girls and how ugly they are. Then they decide to have a wedding challenge. Lori, your thoughts on this cold open? So I have a couple of thoughts. Yeah. Uh, one thing I thought I thought about that hit me with this with the cold opens is yeah. I seriously feel like that it could use cue cards, like like a like a um, a, not a cue card, a title card. Yeah. For the thing, like you know how like every it seems like except for this one every everyone. Every like in, cold open has kind of been like a little bit about them, like oh they you know they're aliens from another planet who can <laughs> control people. They're yeah. my you know I think it should have been like episode one, you know how yeah. we how we got the second season. Mm-hmm. 
episode two, you know, digging up and, you know, reuniting with an old friend, like not necessarily explaining it, but giving enough information. So you're just like, ah, okay. And then, so then this one could have been like episode six, you know, like a killer housewife workout video or something. And it's just like, cause it was just so, it didn't make any sense why they were doing it. And then they, and it wasn't even like it was a, so is it like, did the workout video continue? Mm -hmm. Is this, was there them chatting part of the workout video? Like, was, like, I just imagine it, if it was a real workout video being like, oh, I guess the, the, this, they're done now. And then it's just like them just trying to, like a housewife trying to follow them along as they're just like going to different parts. Um, this is what I think. Getting it up here. This is what I think. It, and it reminds me a little bit. Maybe this might be the solution to the other uh, cold open we were talking about. The um, the one where they ordered the pizza. Okay, which is, and I think well, this episode two and the judging shows this where Drakmorda has one idea, and then Swanthula has another idea. Like they know they know they're going to do an eighties workout challenge. And Drek Morda's like, I think I should be narrating the workout video. And then we like do like tie bow to like um uh like gruesome things. And Swan's like, I got it. Cause notice, yeah. and I don't think it's Swan talking shit on the girls. It's the same thing with the with the pizza one. You yeah, know, like- well, see, that's the thing that annoys me is that they're constantly telling Disasterina to edit. And I feel like, you know what? Take your own goddamn advice. I know. Edit. Like, literally, not every idea has to be shoved into a cold open. I mean, we went from we went from a workout video that was that was about how to get how to work out to stab and maim <laughs> like people, random people, your husband or yeah. some somebody near in your vicinity yeah. to then them talking about how the other girls are so ugly yeah. and how they just, you know, they don't have anything to work with mm-hmm. to them then talking about a wedding and yeah. how they're, you know, how they're going to get couple them up and stuff like that. I mean, it was like, if I was one of the drag queens and I watched this, I'd be like, if I was a whore, I'd be like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like what, <laughs> why did you have to go so dark? Yeah. So, it's just like it didn't make sense. Like they just went from one idea to another idea, mm-hmm. and it's just like edit, edit, edit your sh- like. Not every idea has to be crammed in, yeah, to the thing. And it just so yeah. I just uh, I honestly felt like because if you've ever tried to rent a gym to mm-hmm. to film something, it is freaking ridiculously expensive and difficult to find a gym that will allow you to film so i think what happened was they thought they just happened to know somebody or found a gym and they were just like oh god we gotta do like something big like we gotta go crazy here we gotta spend a ridiculous amount of time here yeah we gotta figure it out and i think that's what they did and i but i think that's what they've been doing the whole time is they're just like we gotta really this is our time to shine. Yeah, but okay, I'm fine with that. But then in the editing room, they have to go like, you know what? Uh, we're going to either do the gruesome workout video or we're going to do the gossiping about the girls. Honestly, when the gruesome workout video ended, if it just would have went, in other words, let me, in other words, if it would have been like, now take a rest and while you're hiding from the police, right? And then they went, yeah, ah, that was a good workout. Yeah, they could have extended it. That would have been good. I would have been like, oh, okay, great. Yeah. yeah. I would have been fine like, with let, that. Now, now, towel off and wipe off the blood or something, you know, and then... Now, you still have four more girls to kill. Yeah. Hold on. 
Yeah, then I would have been like, oh, okay. Yeah. Also, it's so easy to have like a filter to make it seem like it's an actual like VHS. Yeah. They didn't even do that. They just like started it. And then it was just like, it was like, okay, this is a thing. Like, it would be like starting, it would be like starting, if I were to start a conversation with you where I was like, yeah, and then I told the guy that, you know, okay, we're gonna, I guess we're gonna do this. I guess we're gonna fuck. And then you're like, whoa, whoa, what the hell? Like, where did this come from? Like, you know, I need a couple of, I need information before you continue the story. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's how I felt with this is they literally started at that point and then they just continued. And I was Mm -hmm. just like, this is just, and also I'm just like, they're not comedy geniuses. They think like, I just, I need them to know they're not like, they're not like their improv is not funny. Mm -hmm. You know, like they're just not like, I just I I don't know if they th- if there are pe- the crew is like laughing while they're talking and they mm-hmm. just think that that's the f- it's just like you're not like your banter is not funny. Mm-hmm. I agree. <sighs> I agree with you. See that I think the problem is, is that they have nuggets. You know, have you mm-hmm. ever like been writing with somebody where it's like they have a nugget, they have like a funny thing, mm-hmm. and you're like, great, let's let's build on that. Let's and you're like, they're like, no, 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 I don't want to build on it. I just want to address it, skip, move on, yeah. never talk about it again, <laughs> and go to another <laughs> another non funny thing that I yeah. thought of. And uh-huh. it's like, no, 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 you have a funny, no, no, no. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. And it's just like, oh my god. Okay. Well, look, and and also then, why do they just why do they even announce a wedding? Like, in other words, it seemed like they were like, okay, we got to get to the wedding challenge. But there have been, like, I would say, there's six of these episodes. I would say three of them at least have never referenced the challenge. No, and it it made it like that. Honestly, was I was going to bring that up? That's the thing where I was like, I had to look back and go, like, have they referenced the challenges in every single well, thing? I will Because they this. made it seem like the intro was, like, how they come up with their challenges. Mm-hmm. But I went back and, like, watched and, like, none of the other ones have really well, mentioned the challenge. I will say, I got we got in a little bit of trouble from uh, Ro- RuPaul's Drag Race recap co-host, Taylor the Latte Boy, who was upset Uh-oh. that we didn't recognize that in the... Um, in the pizza delivery one that they were in that early that ske- in that speech that um Swan was giving uh-huh she was quoting a bunch of heavy metal like rock songs like oh you poured some oh. sugar on me and she goes and i told them welcome to the jungle oh my god ladies ladies oh no girls 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 is the song right girls girls oh. girls welcome to the jungle you know oh oh please let him know i knew that <laughs> It just was the dumb. It was like it was, it was like so on the nose. Yeah, it was like dumb. Like it was like if somebody like literally vomits on you and then sp- <laughs> and then snorts a giant lo- uh, booger on you. Yeah, you're gonna discuss the vomit, not yeah. the booger. Yeah, you know. So it was like I got that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like I I had to brush past it because there was so much crap that we needed to unpack. Uh-huh. That yeah no that wasn't well, no I tra- told them. they're not they're it's not subtle nothing they do is subtle yeah there I aren't told- any Easter <laughs> eggs in any of their stuff I told them I said we did forty five minutes on that bit we couldn't do another minute talking yeah. about the songs yeah uh, yeah tale of the latte boy he just needs to you know 
Uh, <laughs> so, I'm going to start some shit. I know. I don't know what you're doing there. So then uh, what I was going to say is, so like, yeah, so I don't know why they need, like I said, if they would have just stopped at any one point and then just started the show, I would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they threw too many things out there. If they had done the, uh, the, like the, if they had done the talking part where they were talking at different points, cause mm-hmm. I did think that was kind of funny how yeah. they just like, they cut to them doing different workouts and talking. Yeah. If they had done just that and then gone to it, or if they'd done just the, but they did so many different things. Yeah. Yeah. It went I too just, long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. And then also they mentioned that they were all ugly except for one. Why did they single out one, like abhor or something like that? They were like, oh, she's hot. But the other I one was disgusting. And I was like, wow. That was uncomfortable. That was one of the things where I was like, I think they're being real. <laughs> I think they're being honest. Yeah. Like, that was like where I was like, I, I feel like they're being really honest right now. Where they're yeah. just like, when they said like, oh, so-and-so has to deal with the, uh, was a bitch has to deal with the no- her nose. And I was just like, oh, like, yeah, those are, those are cutting to the quick. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was weird. All right, and then all, and then again, like that, it really had nothing to do with anything. No, so you know, no, and nothing to do with anything at all. Making fun of people for no reason. All right, which is my job. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine? Because you know, we're gonna. Here's the deal. I think there's a very high likelihood that at least one of the people involved with Dracula, whether it's a contestant or the Boulet brothers themselves, will listen to this show. I'll tell you why. Okay. There are no other. There literally there are zero podcasts about Dracula. Okay, zero. Yeah, there are none, none. No one, no one has. <laughs> we're we're the market leader on a show that's three or four years old. Right? We've we've cornered that market. Yeah. Oh, and the good. other thing is, is there's not that many Dracula. Like even the Dracula subreddit only has like ten thousand people in it. So it's like a really small community of people who actually really like Dracula. And so I think they're going to, you know, the, at least the drag queens will be like, oh, my God, someone made a podcast recap of this show. They're so they're going to be so excited. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, at least one of them will will go and listen to the show and they're going to hear us, even though most of the time we just really make fun of like the only people who I think will be mad will be the Boulay brothers. <laughs> the Boulay brothers. Loris. Israel, uh, Loris. Anybody. Abhora. Anybody who's done the show. Uh no, I think <laughs> I think other people will be fine. Like, I think Meatball will be no. Well, Meatball is Meatball the one that did the one we did that long ass bit about the phone call. I think so, but that, I felt like that was funny. Yeah, Abhor and Loris I mean, and the Boulet brothers. To be, honest with kill you, us. to be honest with you, if they're upset about it, I mean, it's just like I'm a I'm a I'm a, a high school assistant special ed assistant fat lesbian special ed assistant mm-hmm. who moonlights as a post as a sometimes comedian and podcaster you know it's like if sh- if they want to be upset then you know it's like look at their life look at my life you yeah. know i think I, well, not- but what's funny is i think the girls have senses of humor about themselves i don't think the boulet brothers have a sense of humor about themselves at all i think swan through i think uh who's the tall one again drac I don't think Jack Morta does. I no. think Swan Thula does. Just from what I've seen from when her judging, I think Swan Thula uh, is like, would probably be like, oh yeah, haha. And then, but Jack Morta would be like, why are you guys making fun of me? Well, because Swan Thula comes off easy. Like, we don't really make fun of Swan Thula. We make fun of them as a unit or we'll make fun of Drax's voice, you know? Yeah. I'm going to send them a cease and desist. 
Like, yeah. What about what? Yeah. Stop. Stop making fun of me. Stop making fun of my voice. All right. All right. Anyway, James Bitch and Disasterino walk out onto the stage having a totally natural conversation about the previous episode's <laughs> challenge. They speculate yeah. about who is staying and who is going home. Victoria Elizabeth Black walks up, followed by Abhora, and the girls are supposedly surprised. Suddenly, the stage goes dark. The Boulay brothers appear, and the girls are frightened. The Boulay brothers announce this week's challenge, a gothic bride challenge. Next, the Boulay brothers totally fake out the girls when they pretend that Dolly is coming back. Finally, the girls are told they need to take a snap fan and zhuzh it up. The girls are surprised by all of this. Laura, your thoughts? <laughs> so... Okay, so one of the things that really cracked me up with the uh, the the reveal that they were on that stage sitting in those chairs mm-hmm. is the fact that the way that it was filmed made it look like they've been there the whole time. <laughs> so that they've been sitting in those chairs, <laughs> listening to them talking, not saying anything in the dark. Just I don't know why it was like one of the funniest things do I think you? from this show. Swan. Swan. Yeah. Do you, do you think they know we're here? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like Jack Morda can't even talk. Yeah. Swan Bill is just like you can't say anything. Uh, like it's like I almost imagine like he can't even breathe because mm-hmm. his breathing probably is like so loud it's just like oh my god do you you think swan is like covering her mouth and like that doing that laughter where her shoulders go up every time they say something they go they don't even know we're here yeah it's just like or they do know because it's like you you kind of feel that there's somebody there Mm -hmm. so it's like they do know that they're there so then they kind of have to like be like oh we don't know but we do know Mm -hmm. you know it's just like this whole thing and like oh i think that they turn the lights off they cut okay and uh-huh. then they go, they turn the lights back on. They go, okay, now we're going to sit down and now we're going to turn the lights back off and we want you to be surprised. Right. And I think, oh, I think yeah. the whole process. Oh, yeah. Well, they had that seamless fan, fan commercial, that <laughs> fan plug that yeah. was just like, I was just like, oh, boy. Okay. I have one of those fans, by the way. From Dirt Squirrel, <laughs> the weirdest company name ever. Like poop rodent. I'm gonna name. That's what I'm gonna name my my company. Well, I feel there are a lot of gay companies now. This is not one of you know. Which is so funny because period blood eel. That's what I'm gonna name my. There there seems to be um uh a a big divide in the gay community, right? You have, and I think I'm closer to the first one, which is like. The more like kind, I'm not prissy at all, but like I'm closer in that like I don't want to hear about poop and shit and stuff like that. I don't make those kind of jokes and stuff like that, right? And then you have the other side, which is they just make really disgusting products, and they, yeah. they, they just name it like they, there used to be a commercial when 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 uh, Drag Race was on Logo, they couldn't get the ad, they couldn't get the sponsors at VH1. Like VH1 they have such, they have such great sponsors now, right? But when they yeah. were on Logo, they had like the worst sponsors, you know, because Logo couldn't get that. And one of them was this, it was a, a lube company, Lori, called Boy uh-huh. Batter. No, Boy Butter. Something like that, right? Ugh, Boy Butter. Oh. And it was lube. I'm like, could you come up with a class here? Are you going to a store and be like, I have Boy Butter? Oh. 
oh, it's so gross, hey. and it looked like goop, you know. And I'm all like, yeah. and like, uh, yeah. Like it's already I'm, like Luke you Salmon know. in the chat room is saying that Lucy Stool has a line of sex toys called Stool Samples. Like, like they're like people who are like really into like that shit talk and talking about shit and be. Like, I just I'm not into that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just, bought, yeah, it's like, I just bought a whole bunch of stool samples. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I don't know why you're saying that that's great. Um, yeah, no, I mean, so, so Dirt Squirrel was weird. Um, mm-hmm. The fan thing was weird, but then they've been doing that all season where they've been doing plugs in their thing. So, yeah. uh, and then we'll get to how the fans are used in the competition which i thought was hilarious yeah but um so your thing about how james majesty looks cute and this Mm -hmm. is something that really bothered bothered me about her in during the whole show is that she is such a like head cheerleader high school girl yes Yes, in this episode Mm -hmm. that just like drives me insane because she is like she literally is so amiable Every single time, like, no matter what anybody says, she pivots so hard Mm -hmm. that, like, she, she just, you know, she just for some, and then for some reason, she just absolutely does not, like, let Abhoris, you know, get away, like, just explain herself in any way. Mm -hmm. And then even when Abhoris just like, look, you know, like, I'm trying, maybe just stop. You know, you're not well, being wait, a good wait, wait. friend right now. We're not in the boudoir yet. We'll get. There. Oh, okay. Let's so, about- but but even here, like, was she saying like, oh, I think, you know, I think Erica might go home. Oh, well, I think I think uh, uh, who's it, Victoria? Mm-hmm. I think Victoria might go home. Oh yeah, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, have a hard opinion. Like it's like, but the thing is, is she so she has no a uh, real opinion. But when mm-hmm. she when she changes opinions, she goes so hard in the other way and i think it's because she thinks well if i change if i'm such a if i have such a hard opinion both ways then people aren't aren't gonna question me and it's like no you're just you you just keep going back and forth between opinions you have no like real thought process anywhere so i don't know i want to bring okay first of all let's talk about her why would she wear okay i want to put her the 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 tape on her shirt right yeah one, why would she wear a tape? Why would she wear a shirt that said cunt in the Coca-Cola font? Like, why did she think, oh, they're going to be cool with this. This is not going to be a problem. And then two, yeah. why, didn't, why didn't production just give her another T-shirt? She's not going to be wearing it for that long, you know, like in the show. It's not like, she, you know, like, just give her another T-shirt, you know? Why would you put – because it, draw, it draw, drew, drew more attention to it with the tape. Anyway, I yeah. know we bring this up every fucking week, Okay. But because I think today is particularly egregious, James Majesty, his her face is full on done up, oh, ready yeah. to go. Dia de los Muertos ready, right? And when Abhora shows up, her makeup she is ready for the runway with her makeup, right? Yeah. Why do they go with this illusion that they're telling the girls for the first time? That this is a wedding show. <laughs> the, the girls don't know. Jane's Majesty's yeah. face is literally done up. It's done. Yeah. 
And then they even talk about it, which, you know, I won't go, but they even talk about how, oh, I, I've been, I haven't slept in two days and blah, blah, yeah. blah. So they've known, we know they've known for at least two days, Yeah, you know, that this is the challenge. Yeah. And then, and then what's her, Abhor says that she got a call yes, to come yes, back. So yes. it's like, we knew that this, you know, you don't, it's like, it, and they keep looking back. They keep looking back like they're like, okay, any minute now, Victoria's going to come back in. Yeah. And so they keep looking back like somebody's there. Yeah. I, that's why like, the show should just give up that illusion. I don't know why they're still stuck to this illusion. Yeah. Of the girl. Just be like. And okay, why so- they have that thing. Like, there's so many parts of this show that I don't understand why they're trying to force it to be that way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like just have it be a sh- you know if if they're so adamant that it's his own show yeah why do you why have a show why have it be this formulaic show that has no point in being formula you know it's like just have it be like you know have it start off yeah. where you say it's a wedding and then just do that or have you know or I, have them tell them in the beginning yeah, like why look, do you need to wait i've said this once i'll say it again the great british <laughs> baking show okay yeah, they they don't lie about it. This is like open. You can find this in articles about the show. If you're a contestant, you get an entire list, except for the technical challenge. There's three challenges, okay? There's a signature, okay, your signature bake, the technical challenge, and the showstopper, okay. They yeah. get a list a list of the entire season of what's what in what order the signature bake and the the showstopper challenge. They don't know what the technicals are. But they know the other two. And they're encouraged to practice them. And the people will talk oh, yeah. about it. Yeah. And then the, the, it's known. They just get upset when they find out, that when the people are like, how many times have you practiced it? And they're like, yeah. oh, once. Like, what? They're like, really? One time? Yeah. <laughs> like, so why not just do that? Like, the girls know the challenge. And you've had, like, then they could actually use that in the evaluation. Like, Kendra. I heard you didn't show up to any of the rehearsals, you know, and like be like, oh, you weren't trying. You you had a week to do this. Why didn't you work on this more? Why is this person like these girls all didn't, you know, like. Yeah. I don't know. Like Abhora, just... like, why didn't you, you know, I felt like, well, I'll get, uh, but yeah, I felt like all of the performances weren't really that great. So it's like almost like, hey, you guys knew about this. Why, mm-hmm. why, why did you wait? Why, you know, mm-hmm. why, why, why is it so bad? Yeah. So, and just kind of, but yeah, I just, I think that it's just, I don't know. I think it's dumb. Yeah. I think they want, I think they, and then also I don't understand the reveal about that, them being there and they're all like, oh, oh my God, it's them. You know, it's like, ugh, who cares? Yeah. Like, we're always surprised. Yeah. Okay. So, and then also, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the thing where they bring back Victoria or they say they Dolly. brought back Dolly. Yeah. That was like, I don't know why they brought that. Like, yeah. to me, honestly, it was just like, I felt like they were like, we should probably at some point remind everybody that this is a show where we pretend like we kill them at the end of the show. So it's like, we're bringing back Dolly. No, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, it's such a fake laugh. <laughs> she's so dead. <laughs> Which is so funny because he said, in the way I was hitting her, and I'm like, wait a minute, didn't you shove her head in an oven? Did he hit her? Oh, yeah, with no. like a frying pan. Wasn't it like a frying pan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All so, right. yeah, I okay. just, I don't know. 
I just think I just thought it was weird. And then also just mm-hmm. disasterina is just weird. Like I just I'm just starting to be like, okay. He's just he's just like he just will say things that mm-hmm. is like has nothing to do with the scene. And mm-hmm. they I don't know why they c- keep cutting to him. Like it's just it's just almost like they don't have enough footage. And they're just like, I mean, I guess disasterina is talking about how she's a a level 10 whore or yeah. slut or whatever. I guess we just do that. So, you know. Um, what was I going to tell you? Uh, okay, well, I'm going to move on to the, to the boudoir. I was like, what am I going to do right now? All right. In the boudoir, the girls struggle to create some drama. Victoria Elizabeth Black claps back at Abhora for asking about Victoria Elizabeth Black's sex life. There's a long discussion about the validity of polygraph machines. The girls are mad at, at, at wait, the girls are mad at Abhora for some reason. That, that was a tough one. Erica writes a note that Abhora reads. James apologizes to bitch and Disasterina. Oh, and Disasterina is sick of the young queens. Lloyd Roggenkamp, your thoughts on the boudoir? I know you had some. Okay. So, first off, yeah, James was really annoying. Um, uh, he, I just felt like he was like, he first off he i mean he well he did he did admit that he uh you know really laid into bitch for a bit but then it's like now he's just kind of because everything shifted and now people don't like abhora so now he's not liking abhora i guarantee you if everybody was like victoria is the one to Mm -hmm. go after he would go after victoria yeah like he has no real you know allegiance to anybody he just wants to be like the one to like Go, be ahead of everybody mm-hmm. so but i will say that even though i like abhor a little bit more this time she still is very much a victim mm-hmm. you know she still is very much like a you know a woe is me kind of person and mm-hmm. it's just it's it's grating so i can see that in general but yeah i just you know i thought it was weird that like it's not first off it's like the the issue is between bitch and abhora yeah. and they seem to be fine so a bitch is like hey i'll take you at your word mm-hmm. you know if you say there's no malice and and then james is like well i'm not taking you at your word and i don't know if i'll ever be able to trust you again and it's like who gives a shit yeah who who cares that's what I was yeah but that's why it felt like they it felt like you know when there are the fewer girls there are and i know i've learned this from drag race the fewer girls there are as the season goes on, it, it the drama part of it becomes less and less interesting because there's just not as much drama, you know? And so it felt yeah. like either the producer the producers were egging James on or yeah. uh, James was just trying to do it to be interesting for the camera. But I was like, it was clear the bitch pudding thing is just dead and done. Like it's dead. Yeah. The, the drama's yeah. done. And she was still picking at it like a sort like a scab. The other thing is later on. James pivots and goes after Abhora, and I'm not actually quite sure what about. Something about, like, Abhora, she was mad at, Jane, at Abhora because Abhora didn't believe in herself or something. It was weird. I was like, what are you talking Abhorra about? Abhora didn't what? i sorry, you broke up there. It was something like Abhora didn't believe in herself, and so James didn't like her oh yeah well see that's the thing is like she she well she's like but she's doing the same thing Abhorra was doing when she was mad at bitch she's not because she's not really mad mm-hmm. at her that's the problem she's manufacturing mm-hmm. anger mm-hmm. so she's so she's not so she's coming up with like 12 different reasons why she's upset with her mm-hmm. so one of them is that she lied on her lie detector test yeah the other one is that she 
you know, she's she w- told them all this stuff about bitch and got, you know, got them on her side. The second one is that they don't feel like she's really doing, uh, you know, like enough to be in the show mm-hmm. and she's not doing enough uh, and that she's been up for two days and she apparently put on so much stuff that her face is now yellow Mm -hmm. and then you know so it's just like and now and then also she you know she's not being her true self and so it's just like you know i don't know it was just frustrating and then also it's just like one thing that i will say is that i felt like they were looking at somebody to the side like victoria especially she was like kind of eyeing somebody and being like like whenever so i felt like somebody was maybe saying things Mm -hmm. but also there was no reason for them to be in that boudoir what did they actually do i mean if you look at it disasterina put on eyeline uh mascara for like the whole time she was there yeah i think james maybe like put something on his face like for half a second Mm -hmm. but none no makeup was put on nothing was changed no they didn't get in the costume. They didn't do whatever. Literally, bitch pudding comes out. And I was like, I didn't even know. I I didn't even know that that was going to be her costume. When Victoria came out for uh, up until like a solid like. Uh, I would say up. I think up until the the like end of, of her thing. I thought that that was disasterina. I thought Victoria was disasterina because I was just so confused by the makeup. That I was like, is that Disasterina? And then, and then they said that. Then they went to Disasterina, and I was like, oh shoot, no, that's not. That's Victoria. That was Victoria. So like, I was even confused by the because that you didn't see any outfits, mm-hmm. you didn't see any, you know. So it's just like, I don't know. I just thought it was too, all manufactured. Um, so but let, yeah, so- I just love that they were like, with the lie detector, they were like, that's what the CIA uses. <laughs> Oh, I know. As if, and that they only because the guy said that. You don't know that that's yeah. true, right? And then they were like, and then the CIA only uses the finger thing. They don't do all three, so it's like supposed to be more. Yeah, I, I don't. It, 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 I'm like, oh, you guys are such a big a bunch of big dummies, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then there was that we. Oh, then I want. I do want to touch on this because people might bring it up. Is I do know about this where James Majesty on social media does this thing where she pretends that she and her brother are fucking. But it's not really her brother. And they're not really fucking. I don't know. But I, I know... It, yeah. So her fake brother is like a legit gay porn star, and I guess they pretend to fuck... But I think... Now, people in the chat room might know more here. I think that they've actually come out with a porn together. Maybe there's a sense Dragula? I don't know. I know that they're not brothers. One's a porn star, and they don't even look anything alike. But, um, yeah, so that, but- that, that was brought up. But what was funny was he goes, I thought it was weird that mm-hmm. she said that she was sexually, that Erica, Erica said she was sexually attracted to somebody in her family. Yeah. And then Victoria goes, don't you have like a whole thing where you say you've liked to, you fuck your brother. Yeah. And he, he was like, well, I mean, it's not, it's my brother. It's, it's, uh, you know, we have the same last name and we say that we do, but we've never had sex and he's not my brother yeah and i was like that's weird that's weird like, and also if that's what you do to be funny then why do you think it's funny that erica yeah uh, and by the way it's erica like that's weird that about- that's something you just like ah ha 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 my brother and i have sex and it's like and then when somebody actually not even sex but just like i'm i'm you know attracted to some of yeah. somebody in my family yeah 
you know, it could be like they're oh, that's weird. A fourth like cousin a, too. It could be like someone you don't know what that means. Yeah, someone you met like once. Yeah. Anyway, and it's just like you know. I mean, it's I, teach her own. I mean, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I laughed so hard when I when they read that letter out from erica and erica just told disasterina keep doing you or something like that like keep yeah. being the wonderful but and disaster mm-hmm. was like yeah i'll work on that thank you <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was a good well i think you had nothing i else thought to that say. was a genuinely funny moment there was nothing else to say what else could they say yeah no but i thought it was funny because it was like i think she said that you know that these were critiques that she was gonna give or something mm-hmm. like that and then she goes she tells disasterina like you know oh you know just keep keep being the wonderful person you are and mm-hmm. he was like okay i'll work on that i'll keep <laughs> doing that yeah yeah uh, uh all right let's move on here uh okay it's the okay let's talk about the floor show so the guest judges were this horror movie director Named Darren Stein and Bible Girl. And by the way, I looked up Darren Stein's movies. He made like one kind of creepy movie, and then um, and then he made some sort of gay movie in at two thousand twelve. He made like four movies. So there was that. It's, it's their friend, basically. And then Bible Girl. What were your thoughts before we do anything? What were your thoughts on the judges? I mean, the judges have always been the same. I mean, they get, I thought, I think Bible Girl's interesting, but they just get these people on to just essentially reiterate in different ways what they've said, mm-hmm. you know? So I just felt like it was kind of pointless for them to be, be there because it's just literally like, you know, the, the guy agreed with Jack Morta that the, mm-hmm. you know, Abhorrence thing was terrible. Mm-hmm. And, and it, but the, you know, so it's just literally like, it was just weird. I I want to ask you what you thought about that weird. Uh, I, know I know where you're going. I know where you're going. Yes, that weird poem that <laughs> Drek Morta just started doing for no reason, just like a weird suicide letter. Uh-huh. It was like, I am alone, and then <laughs> like and just literally like writing it out, like I am utterly utterly alone <laughs> it's like, it, it, it was and literally of, just like had a piece of paper for no reason just started yeah, writing and then yeah. nothing ne- never addressed it again never addressed it again. what what did that mean was it a quote from something that yeah i, I didn't get what it meant they, it was like a weird inside joke that they thought everybody would they, they were looking around like <laughs> am i right ladies kind of like that after they were done yeah and i was like yeah i have no idea what they're talking it's so weird and so bizarre this whole thing I don't know. And it's just like, they just, uh, they, he pulls out a peep, piece of paper, he literally writes it, and then boom, that was just. Yeah, and then they, just, and they were like, and now the away. judges. And you're like, what? Oh, the chat room is saying that was a Beetlejuice reference. Oh, you see, Taylor Lottie was probably shaking his fist in the air. And- I w- okay, I will say this, though. Like, if I were to just pause and do like a, a 30 rock reference for yeah. no reason mm-hmm. with no, no context, <laughs> if I were just to say, I want to go to there, like nobody would be like, Oh, ha 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 ha. You know, like, yeah. Hey, we're introducing the show. I want to go to there. Yeah. Uh, Liz lemon. Yeah. You know, you just be like, what, what are you, are you having a stroke? What or are you what talking if I was about? Just like, yeah. If I was like, is there something you want to share with the rest of us? Amazing Larry. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> 
When, yeah. That's a reference uh, like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I'm, you know? Like, yeah. Like, it's just bizarre. Like, Yeah. So, I mean, it's fine if it's a reference, but it's just not part. And also, can I just say overall, mm-hmm. overall throughout this whole show, I will say the one thing that I think the Boulay brothers do really well is their looks. Yes. I think they're phenomenal looks. Mm-hmm. This episode, I actually didn't really care for any of their looks oh really go on yeah i i felt like the the gym outfits were i feel like they're they're relying too much on looking alike Mm -hmm. to where i feel like the gym outfits were just kind of well here's the thing not great can i can i get i I was gonna say anybody i'm I'm gonna come off as too picky here right but now i'm gonna get picky because when do i ever talk about the fashion but i'm actually gonna talk about the fashion here to me, either you're, and they usually do this very well. Either you're going to do where you look identical, okay, yeah. or which they also do this very well. They do it where they complement each other like a puzzle, so that yeah. one outfit is the other half in it, it, aesthetically the other half of the other outfit, right? So in the gym one, I noticed that the hair was symmetrical, right? But the outfits were the same side size side of the skeleton. Where, yeah. Where Swanthula like had the right weird. side. Well, that's what I'm saying. Swanthula had the right side, but in theory, what it should have what would have been cool is if Dracmorta had the right side be a skeleton, but it was the other side of the skeleton. So that when they're standing together, there's like a skull like a skeleton in between them. Does that make sense? But it didn't. Yeah. It was just the same skeleton. So like they didn't complement each other, but it was too incongruous to be like a twin look. It was really, really, really strange, yeah. and I, I didn't like that. I, I agree with you on that one. And I felt like both of their when they when they were revealed in those chairs, I felt like well, like the the in the beginning that that um, I can't for the life of me think of her name the the black drag queen. Uh, she used to Onyx. do those. Yeah, Onyx. She used to do those, uh, you know, all black sort of things. They did exactly that. You know, they had like a very black kind of like you couldn't really see what was going on. And then this this one when they when they're introducing it, I felt like was kind of just eh. like they're very. I will say this: they're very. Um, they know how to dress well. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they know they. I I feel like they would look good in anything because I think they just know how to fit it to their shape so i'm not saying that that the outfit itself looked weird on them i'm just saying that it just didn't i felt like it just kind of looked eh. it just didn't really do anything i felt like it was the same it looked similar to the headpiece that they wore when mm-hmm. they were introduced in the beginning mm-hmm. and then i felt like the purple dress was just kind of like i don't know i just didn't really feel like they were trying their they were like you know pulling out all the stops every yeah. every other time that i've seen them i felt like that their outfits have been great this mm-hmm. season and you know i mean it's like a b i'm not mm-hmm. saying it's they did terrible yeah. i'm just saying that i thought i didn't really think that they were you know the best that they could have been Lloyd Roggenkamp, who has one shirt and one pair of pants that she can wear in public doesn't <laughs> think that the um boulet brothers lived up to their fashion potential yeah but right. you haven't seen that shirt and pants though what you did you seen think that combination you wanted to talk about some of the looks this week what were you what did you want to say about them okay so first off i thought it was weird that they did like a solid two minutes of just flashes of israel throwing flowers that was 
that was <laughs> I, I honestly was like are we gonna actually see the drag queens or is this just is, is this israel's time is this his moment to shine because uh i was just like that's a weird and then also no reference to flowers after that nothing yeah. they didn't do anything with flowers um i uh, uh i i <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what uh, James Majesty was, ta- what the hell she was talking about when she said that she wanted to hide the fan as a reveal. Yeah. I mm-hmm. don't get that. Cause it was like, well, did you hide, did you hide the fan or did you, did you want to reveal it? Like that doesn't make any sense. I think she meant that um, she hid. The, I think, I think maybe, I think I got it more. She hid the fan because she was going to use it in a reveal later, and but she hid it too well, and so she when she when she would reach back to get it, she couldn't get to it. Oh, so then when she okay, I thought she was saying that she was going to at some point turn around. Mm-hmm. When she turned around, it was going to be revealed. No, but so I feel like one of the things was so. I mean, I guess I've never really had to do a lip sync and perform at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've That's done karaoke weird. before and stuff, but I feel like it's not that hard to memorize a song mm-hmm. and I don't feel like any of them really killed it. I well, feel also like a song the- where half the lyrics are ring around the rosy or whatever. What was the song? <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was a very basic song. Yeah. And I feel like, and also I kind of was like, I do agree. I felt like, I felt like with what I thought was funny about with, um, all right, let's just go down the line. So I felt like Bitch Pudding did the best. Okay. I feel like she did the but but I also felt like, you know, it was just kind of like a a pageant sort of thing. And uh-huh. and I think that that shows that there wasn't a clear thing of like what they needed to mm-hmm. do because it was like the other ones were like when they have like a one where it's like a serial killer's ki- going to kill you, act it out, you know, like that. Then they can work with it. But when they're just like, hey, you're at a you're a wet you're a, a bride. And you're getting married, and you're, but you're also lip syncing. I feel like that's not necessarily the best, you know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't tell them what they, how they need to act. Mm-hmm. But I mean, maybe that's just me. Um, but I felt like bitch did the best. I think Abhora just was frazzled, and I honestly feel like Swanthula. You know how like when some people like read like a uh, uh, Charles Manson read uh, listened to uh, Helter Skelter and thought that that the Beatles were trying to tell him to start a race war yeah by killing Sharon Tate mm-hmm. I feel like Swan Thula and Bible Girl read <laughs> into uh, Abhora's outfit more than she actually thought about it I feel like I feel like they were like it's punk rock you're giving me punk rock you're telling me you don't care you're mm-hmm. giving it's it's anarchy and I think she was just like oh I just fell like that's it that's <laughs> I I didn't really I wasn't that's not my plan mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to do anything I had a sign upside down yeah. you know like I was <laughs> I was like I I wasn't trying to I was I think honestly i think you could even see it in her face when they were judging is this she was just like keep your mouth shut Uh don't they're they're doing the justification for you yeah uh uh disasterina i love how she was like i'm so worried i'm gonna mess up my uh my 
performance when her performance was literally just introducing new things that she has in her outfit <laughs> like a light and uh, like all this stuff it wasn't really a dance it was just like look i have a thing that was it <laughs> that was all and she's like and i'm worried so, i'm gonna mess it up so literal too yeah if, if they're like it, like if it was like they were like if they were singing like light my fire she would be yeah. like lighting matches and like lighting she, fire yeah. She, yeah. and she is just so and then victoria who i thought was disasterina for a solid minute yeah. <laughs> uh i thought hers was just the i didn't really think she i thought hers was lackluster first off she kind of was just eh, with the outfit and then her big thing was the head and then she really doesn't do much with the head after that she just like really she's like oh i got a head and a f- <laughs> oh look at me i got a head oh that's a head okay now i'm gonna now i'm not gonna use the head anymore yeah. it's like um and then oh and then james majesty i personally the last couple of times i have not understood what why they like what she does Mm -hmm. i just think it's i think it's um (laughs) too over the top Mm -hmm. and i think she just like i don't know i just don't i don't necessarily like it but they seem to and uh once again Lori Roggenkamp who spear who spilled El Pollo Loco salsa on her shirt and therefore had to wash her one shirt before she went out. It was creamy cilantro sauce. Creamy cilantro sauce. Oh wait, is that the one they put in the salad, the house salad? Yeah. Oh, that is that is good. The yeah. Creamy cilantro um, guys, quick plug for El Pollo Loco. The creamy also, cilantro sauce is so fucking good. I will say that I made it worse because when I spilt it on my shirt, I licked it off my shirt. <laughs> and I, just so I smeared it more into the fibers of the shirt. So that's why I had to wash it because I was just like, I was like, I could have just poured water on it or done yeah. something. But I was like, no, this is too delicious. <laughs> um, here's here's how I feel. Um, I agree with everything that you say about the looks. Uh, and I guess we, let's just move on to the, deli- to the deliberations, and we'll, we'll talk about this here. Because I have a lot to say about the deliberations. During the deliberations, it seemed like everyone was getting along, but when the girls re-entered the stage for the Boulay brothers to pass judgment, thing, things seemed a little tense. Swan announced that this was the most difficult decision in both seasons. Abhor admits that her son was not supposed to be upside down, and she didn't mean to fall off the stage. Abhor lands up winning the challenge, but she also lands up being placed up for extermination along with James, because he didn't use his fan and disasterina. Um... Yeah, I, I love that James goes, I thought I was going to win. <laughs> it's like, you didn't use your fan, you idiot. But yeah, that's uh, a big, but, but, but so dumb, like, because he didn't use his fan. But I, I think, I, to me, they just had it in for Disasterina. And they were like, well, we need two people, we need two other people for the Ice Bucket Challenge, uh, Abhora. And, and they were like, you know, here at Dragula, we always try like, to do, remember I told you at the beginning? We don't yeah, do well, anything. She right. said, I'm going to rewind yeah. to the beginning and then I'm going to further rewind. Yeah. And this is why I don't think they're funny. This is why I'm saying that they're not funny because they were serious when they did that. And if they were funny, they would have been like, and now I'm going to further rewind <laughs> to season one. And then it would have been like, <laughs> which, which you know, it would have been the rule of threes, but, but they they didn't. Are but, not funny. But my point is that they could have rewound to season one because they try to make it seem like, oh, we the first time in Dragula Herstory. And you're like, no, you did the exact same thing in season one. That's true. With, with, with um, Vander Von Odd. With Vander Von Odd, where he won the challenge 
And they're like, but this time they were like, we're going to let you volunteer to be in the extermination challenge. And we're like, oh, okay. yeah. Well, I mean, quote unquote volunteer. Like, yeah. I still would have loved to have seen what they would have done if Vander Von. I was like, no, I'm good. Uh, but didn't but, you get the sense? Didn't you get the sense? This is and, and someone talk, commented in the chat room that there actually. It, I don't think it was that much bullshit because there seemed to be some real tension between Swan and Drakmorda during the passing judgment. I think they have two very different ideas. Yeah, of what they want in a drag. I think they have two very di- of what they want in a drag monster. I think uh, Drakmorda wants somebody who is more polished mm-hmm. and more professional and more, you know, and I, and, and more, uh, and just like overall, just like basically like them. Mm-hmm. I think she wants somebody who's already like them. Yeah. And I think Swanthula is recognizing that even though they're picking a winner, that these people aren't going to be these, these drag queens aren't going to be like, you know, ex- as experienced as, as other drag queens that they've seen. And she wants punk and she, she just wants, she wants more of a vibe. And I think Swan, so I think Swanthula, that's why she's sort of letting a lot more go. And I think Drek Morta is being more strict. And I think that, um, I think that in other episodes, I think it's complemented <laughs> each other because I think you want a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. But I think now that they're getting to the last, I mean, this is like the final five. So now that the final four, I think that it's become, it's get, getting a more and more clash because now they're, now they're having to make like real decisions about getting rid of people that one might want to keep and one might want to get rid of, mm-hmm. you know? I agree. So, with, I agree with your point of view about Drac versus Swan, but I think it's so funny because like I want a more polished queen. That's where I would step out and go rewind to season one when the only reason Foxy Ajaway won was because she did fake poop on the stage. Yeah, that was the only reason. <laughs> like literally, just <laughs> diarrheaed all over the stage. Like and her, did, look, her look was awful that week. It was like it literally was just terrible. like a leotard. And also she didn't even really do a great performance. If no. you ever watch her look, she literally, she looks like, you know, like a hermit crab. Yeah. And she just like, she's just like, ah, yeah, suck it, ah. Yeah, and then she like, fake uh, pooped with diarrhea and then like, winner. <laughs> she like, won- yeah. didn't Foxy win the challenge? I, lo- I loved it. It yeah. was great. Now that's what Dragula is all about. By the way, you were very sloppy, and I don't like. I don't approve. You're gonna be. You're gonna be representing us at Carnegie Hall. Where does she think these queens go? Yeah. They, well, they go she to- said, well, "I don't want to try. I don't want to book them all over the world." And all it's like, world. what? Where? Like, where all over the world? And have you gotten complaints? Like, yeah. have you been like, "Hey, you know, in Scandinavia, in this dive bar, yeah. you know, we expect a, a better echelon of drag queen." Yeah, Thank over you. here in Estonia, yeah, you can come out here and shit in the stage while you're wearing stilts. But uh, you know what? Her flag was up, her flag was upside down. Yeah, <laughs> we're not, we're not going to book you know. her anymore because her flag. Yeah, <laughs> you know you the know. Gr- the girl we- that. The girl that vomited blood over uh, the Christ's body on the crucifixion—that was cool. But her, but but she had the flag upside down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she tripped and fell on her vomit. You know, be classy. What, what kind of joint do you think we run here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I thought it was weird. And then, oh shoot, I was going to say something. Um, well, no, and then, but it was obvious that uh, Disasterita was going. Like, that's the thing that yeah. you were, too, yeah. is like, why did you need, f- 
Like, it was almost like, why not just have everybody do it then? If you're yeah. going to have three drag queens, why not have everybody? Yeah, um, you're right. I did love, I did love when, when <laughs> Abhora won and she like sticks out her hand. So like to kind of be like Victoria to grab yeah. her and uh-huh. Victoria just like walks away. <laughs> just thought that was, oh my God. Oh my God, Victoria. And she's like sticking, like kind of reaching for somebody yeah. and nobody's grabbing her. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. I just thought it was so dumb. And then Abhora, so Abhora was like, I was like, oh, I kind of feel bad for Abhora. And then the ice bucket challenge. And I was just like, oh, I don't like Abhora again. Cause she was not, she's like, I gotta do this. I gotta change and I gotta be better. And I'm gonna do it. Uh, it's just so, you know, it's just like, oh my God. In the extermination challenge, Israel has the girls stand side by side in buckets of ice for 30 minutes. James keeps talking, Abhora questions her life choices, and Disasterina is so cold, she loses her accent. In the end, they're all able to survive the challenge, leaving it anyone's guess as to who is going home. Uh, oh, let me just you know, let me finish it up. Later that night, Disasterina is taking a shower in full makeup and hair and weird cones on her breasts. Also, she's wearing a thong. The Boulay brothers enter the bathroom and stab her to death, and the director copies every single shot from Psycho. Lori, any final thoughts on the episode? So I did love how they had a caveat in the in the judging when they first mentioned what they were going to do, where they said, because I feel like it's the first time they've done it, but maybe they've done it before. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't re- realize it, but they said, we're going to do the ice bucket challenge. See who quits first. And we're also going to use your performances <laughs> to determine who to kick off. Yeah. Cause it was like, it was almost like they were just like, you know, we're really not using the challenge as, as any, any marker. We're just going to do what we feel like we need. Yeah, to do. exactly. Um, because like why but, did Kendra go home in the tattoo when like she didn't give she did the tattoo I mean like racist that's why oh that's right because the, the tattoo doesn't show up on black people like you said I'm sticking with that I honestly feel like they did that challenge to to because they knew that it wouldn't work for Kendra mm-hmm. just like they did this challenge because they knew that it would be weird for Disasterina because Disasterina just loses his accent like halfway <laughs> not even halfway through like, like within 10 minutes and like not even like trying he's just like yeah this is really cold <laughs> he's like he's yeah. like and uses words that a person who didn't speak English as a natural as a, his first yeah. language yeah he, he's like this is irrefutably cold I am yeah I uh yeah this is uh I don't mean to use this kind of colloquialism, but this is <laughs> dollars to donuts. This is the coldest ice bucket I've ever been in. Yeah. Um, but and then I James Majesty did the same thing when she when she like hit Victoria or Dolly or whatever. Remember when they called her on that? She's like, I didn't hit, I didn't hit you. I hit you a little bit. It's yeah. like, you know, when she kind of like backs off and everybody's just like, shut up, <laughs> shut up, James. She's like, I'm not even talking. I think I think Luke got it in the chat room where she's where um Disasterina says this is indubitably cold. I think I think you're right. Yes, Mark. that's, that's what she right. Said. That's what she said. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Uh and, and what do you then, think? Although that, I would have liked oh, to yeah. have seen her do that and that I this this is indubitably This indubitably. is indubitably cold. What did you think of uh her death scene? Okay. Yeah. 
So this is what I want. <laughs> this is what I want to know. Yeah. <clears throat> so Ew. we are supposed to believe. Yeah. That this is how Disasterita takes a shower uh-huh. all the time. She takes the sluttiest shower <laughs> I have ever seen in my entire life. Uh-huh. She has the weirdest boobs. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she gets in with these pointy boobs. And she, every time she gets in the shower, mm-hmm. she gets turned on and goes, ugh. I wish somebody else was in here. Oh, I love the water all over me. Oh, it's so hot. Oh, oh, it's it's hitting my naughty parts. Oh. <laughs> Wait, like, yeah, exactly. When you were taking a shower, are you like, do you ever talk to yourself? Like, the way she's all like, like, I'm, I'm going to do me, not disasterina. Like, oh, okay. yeah, the shower. Oh, let me just, let me wash my balls now. Yeah. Uh, make sure and wash under my foreskin. Okay, now I'm going to go over here to the shampoo. Squirt, squirt, squirt. Washing my hair. Oh, I love how hot Wait, this you water. wash your balls before you wash yeah, your because, before you yeah, wash your hair? Yeah, I, I like ball sweat. Wait, I'm in the shower. Why is someone talking? That's weird. I just thought I heard Lori. <laughs> well, well, anyway, I'm Lori. I'm watching you. I'm giving you notes. <laughs> wash uh, your hair first. <laughs> Actually, in reality, I do wash top down. So I wash hair first, then face, then body, then balls. That's what I do. Oh, you wash your balls yeah. last? Yeah, I wash my balls last. Yeah, but, but she, uh, you're right. she's just like, oh, the hot water. I wish there was somebody in here. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like it. Oh, I get so... Tr- oh, I love it all over my skin. She's like full makeup. <laughs> full uh, thong on, full, full, full hair. Yeah. You know, oh, oh, I, 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 like every sometimes she gets in the shower, she's just ready to go. Yeah. So it's just like, it's just uh, I don't know, I don't know what like, I just and then and then so then the somebody comes in to the shower right mm-hmm. and she's like oh who what's going on and it's just like you know how fortuitous she wishes somebody was here and now they're here yeah, um, that's, that's the thing she's always on the nose it's like oh oh, wait, oh sorry the shower ended we went to, okay i started, started back up yeah um it's, it's, she's it's like, starting to steam could yeah. you turn off the shower oh i can have the shower here hold on i have to pee so hurry up and shower i mean i don't know if we want to go into this too much but what is with those pointy boobs like those were just creepy. Like, I mean, why did she? I don't know. It was just weird. Like, did it she? It was really, really weird. Were they supposed to be like fake? Were we supposed to know they're fake? Or is, like, are we supposed to think that every single time she gets, she takes a shower, she puts on fake boobs, a thong, full hair, and makeup, and but gets I, in the shower? But I think Disasterina speaks to the problem that is Dracula. Because my question to you is this, Lori? Because Essentially, Disasterina is playing like some sort of clown that you would see in a weird version of Cirque du Soleil, you know? So, like, yeah. so like, is is Dragula, could a clown, like, that, like a weird clown win Dragula? Like, what? how would you describe the winner of Dragula? Is it just gross Dragula, Vander Van Oddporn? I mean, uh, drag, or what, what would you say? Yeah, I think... I think the winner of Dragula has to be somebody who's like willing to take their penis out. I honestly feel like that's basically just the criteria. I would love to see a lot of their penises. I would love to see Vander Von Odd's penis. I think Vander Von Odd's very attractive as a boy. Yeah. 
I mean, he's a little too, like, boyish for me. But he he's a very attractive person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that... I don't know. I But see, I think that that's the problem with the show overall, is that I don't feel like there is one set thing of like what they want for a you know a dragula monster Mm -hmm. so i mean i feel like at least with drag race you know it's like okay we know what rupaul wants no fat people (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you know so i was like okay good we're set um no so i just i feel anyway so I just, uh, my problem with, uh, and I know that I'm saying this as somebody who's newly into watching drag and understanding drag culture, so Mm -hmm. maybe I'm totally wrong, but my problem with, that I've had with Disasterina is it seems more and more to me that, um, this is a, like a straight-ish man's portrayal of what he thinks a drag, uh, person a a drag is Mm -hmm. so that's why he's always so sexual and so um oh i see what you're saying you know he's always so sexual and so like avant-garde is because he thinks that that's what drag is drag is sexual drag is avant-garde drag is being risque you know where i think that's an aspect of it but i think that's just solely what he's decided to pigeonhole well you know what's so funny i think what you're saying yeah i think you're onto something because he is straight He's making it in a weird kind of way overly sexual because if he makes it comically overly sexual, then it takes the gay element out of it. Does that make sense? Because he's just being yeah. a clown. He's not being real. Because if he's being real, then that would be gay or weird. But if he makes it comically like over, like you know, like whenever you see like Milton Berle or uh, you know, like some like it hot, they like it's that version of drag. You're right. It's very straight yeah. guy doing drag. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So I that's why the the shower scene I felt like was so stupid in in general because it was like okay you're going to we're going to do a spoof. I mean, I honestly felt like they wasted an iconic thing on Disasterina. Yeah. Um she they they took a moment that I honestly feel like would have been if they had given this to anybody else. Mm-hmm. It would have been a great death scene. Yeah. But they took a death scene and they just gave it I don't know why they did it for her, but they she just was like, Okay, you get in the shower, you do you know, and we're gonna stab you like in uh psycho. Mm-hmm. And she just turned it into this fucktard of a situation that was just like, What is this? Like it almost was like to the point where I honestly was like so conf- I was so like what am I watching here? that I didn't even realize she was getting stabbed <laughs> until I saw the blood in the drain, yeah. which by the way, was like, was like half of the death scene Yeah, was just blood being put down a drain. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like that was the, and it's like, okay, if you want it to be like psycho, why not have it be black and white? Yeah. Why not have it do like do with a, a chocolate, yeah. you know, like it's just, I don't know. I thought it was just so dumb. And, and also, uh, and it was mentioned in the chat room too. But also, what I thought was funny was that every single time they they it got the knife was stabbed, they stabbed Desesterina. It seemed like it got cleaner. <laughs> well, it was in the shower. Yeah, so <laughs> it was just no blood whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, and then also, and again, all, only blood on the face, which I thought was weird. Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. 
Uh, all right, let's wrap it up there. Uh, that concludes this episode of the Dragular Recap Show. Join us next time when we discuss, dissect, and deconstruct the very next episode of Dragula Season 2. So, for Lori Roggenkamp and myself... So long, Uglies! Lori Roggenkamp hosts her own podcast called The Bloody Mary Podcast with Maria and Lori. It's available on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at LROG, that's L-R-O-G-G, and on Twitter at Lori Roggenkamp, that's L-A-U-R-I-R-O-G-G-E-N-K-A-M-P. Joe Batanz is one of the hosts of the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Podcast. You can find that show on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Hello Uglies is hosted by two people who give their dumb opinions on a show that's widely available on the internet. So, it goes without saying that Hello Uglies has nothing to do with the following. The Boulet Brothers, Dragula, Hey Queen, Johnny McGovern, Lady Red Couture, Any Gay Pimps, Amazon Prime, Optimus Prime, Jeff Bezos, the characters of Dracula, Elvira, Vampira, Blackula, Bella Lugosi, Layla Bugosi, Out TV, Outfest, In and Out, RuPaul, Ruth Paul, Rude Paul, The Plot to Assassinate Fidel Castro, Your House When I Got TP to 1996, and Any Event That Ever Happened Ever. Hello Uglies is an Afterthought Media production.